Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save Your life To be powered by love Well, good morning. So this morning we're talking about everyone's favorite New Year's resolution. Uh, eating healthy and exercising, the thing that we all do the perfect amount of every year, right? Uh, well, uh, this is probably one of the most common New Year's resolutions there is. Uh, so many people make so many different versions of this resolution to take care of my body, to eat healthy and exercise. And so that's what we're thinking about here this morning. And uh, I, I think one of the things that's kind of weird is we know that these things are really good for us, but we don't always do them. Uh, here's one of the examples I was thinking. Uh, we know that physical activity is good for us, and yet every time we drive somewhere and park, we always park as close to the door as we can, right? Uh, we could probably use the extra steps, and nonetheless, uh, even go down to like Planet Fitness, the gym where people are going to exercise. Guess where they park? Close as possible. Uh, absolutely. I think that's why the caribou next door went out of business. All the Planet Fitness people were parking too close to the door and took all the coffee drinkers' parking spots. We know that that physical activity is good but kind of weird that we don't always live it out. Uh, the same can be true for eating healthy, uh, those vegetables and fruits that we know are so good, and yet uh, we don't always live it out. But I try. I was thinking, I like to go to the grocery store, and I buy as much fruits and vegetables as I can. And uh, when I do, uh, where I like to put them is the upper part of the cart. And I tell myself that it's so that uh, they don't get bruised. I'm protecting them. But really, I just want everyone to see what a good job shopping I'm doing. I'm like hiding the chips and the macaroni and the frozen pizza down below. I'm like, oh, you'll see my fruits and vegetables here. Uh, and then they go home with me. They go home and I put them in the produce drawer, as I really call it, vegetable hospice, uh, <laughs> where they just linger for a couple of weeks. Uh, while I eat the chips and just uh, keep living life. And so, you know, we know that eating healthy is good. We know physical activity is good, and yet call it our human condition, call it our nature, whatever it is, we just don't always live it out. We sometimes have a hard time putting it into action. But so here, as a part of this sermon series, what we're doing is exploring what does the Bible say about these things. So what does the Bible say about taking care of my body, about eating healthy and exercising. And well, uh, if you've ever made this resolution and had a hard time keeping it, I've got some good biblical news for you. The Bible doesn't say hardly anything about eating healthy or exercising. There you go. That's good news, right? Uh, so uh, it really doesn't say much of anything. So let's celebrate Super Bowl Sunday, I think, and just dig in. You can take that bacon-wrapped sausage, dip it in nacho cheese, and away we go. Uh, 
The Bible doesn't really say much, and I know this because I really dug into it to prepare for the sermon today. Uh, and as I started reading, I realized more and more, uh-oh, uh, <laughs> what am I going to talk about? Because there aren't a whole lot of verses and passages that talk about eating healthy or that talk about the importance of exercise and physical activity. And what I came to realize is the reason for that is the biblical world was a little different than our world in a lot of different ways. And this area is one of those big ways. Uh, because in the ancient world, uh, they didn't really worry much about eating too much food. Like only the richest of the rich could have ever had that problem. Uh, they would look at us eating three square meals a day and snacking in between, and they'd be like, whoa, what are you guys, like bazillionaires? <laughs> like, where'd all this food come from? we have more access to more food and more unhealthy food than the ancient world could have even comprehended. And so it's a little kind of different animal then. Likewise, with physical activity, uh, in the ancient world, it was a physical world. They had to do manual labor. Everyone labored to get water. You had to go to the well. Every part of their days were physical and active. And so the idea of just exercising for fun or just because they had sat for too long just really wasn't a part of it because they couldn't sit for hours on end and watch TV. I think like entertainment in the ancient world would have been sitting on a hard rock and just looking at a tree. Oh, there's a bird. No, it's not. It's gone. You know, the flip side is we have 75-inch TVs and Lazy Boy recliners with cup holders. So we can relax a lot better than they could in the ancient world. And a lot of times we do. And so, even though the Bible, it doesn't really talk about these things, and that's the reason why it was such a different world. We live in a different world here today where all of a sudden exercising and uh, physical activity and eating healthy become kind of important because our world is just a little different. And even though the Bible doesn't speak to those things directly, uh, one of the things it does do is speak to the importance of our bodies. The Bible does talk a lot about our bodies and what a blessing they are and what a challenge they can be sometimes, but how important our bodies are and how important it is to love our bodies. And we get a little taste of that from uh, the Apostle Paul when he's writing to the Corinthians. He talks a lot about bodies in a lot of different ways, including these verses we uh, heard here today where he says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, and that you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. We're called to love our bodies, to uh, celebrate the fact that our bodies are the, a temple that actually the very presence of God, the Holy Spirit of God, dwells within our bodies. Our bodies are a gift to be cared for and to be celebrated, used to glorify God. The earlier line that he shares, I think, is pretty great, too, where uh, he says, all things are permitted for me. Uh, biblical scholars kind of assume, because he uses quotation marks as he says it, it's, it's a common Corinthian phrase that was used. The Corinthians, they were into all kinds of stuff. Some of it maybe not so great. And uh, some of the thing, one of the things they would say, they would say, well, all things are permitted for me. And so the Apostle Paul is quoting that kind of back to them, but also pushing it back against it a little bit as he says, all things are permitted for me, but not all things are beneficial. 
All things are permitted for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. There's a lot of truth in those statements, isn't there? That, you know, all things are permitted for me. We could do anything. We can eat anything. We can not exercise. No one's going to get after us. Uh, we could go to McDonald's and eat every meal at McDonald's. Uh, do you remember that movie from 20 years ago when the guy did it? Uh, this guy did it, made a documentary for 30 days. He ate every meal at McDonald's. All things are permitted for me. But not all things are beneficial. Uh, if you watch it, by the end of the movie, he is like really sick because actually it turns out eating McDonald's every meal every day actually probably isn't beneficial. He was able to do it. No one stopped him, but that didn't mean it was really good for him. And that is kind of how this whole life and faith, thinking about our bodies, works. No one is making you exercise. No one is forcing you to eat healthy. You can do uh, whatever you like. All things are permitted for me, but not all things are beneficial. And so thinking about what those things are that are beneficial is important to us. I so often am drawn back to one of Jesus's biggest kind of considered as main teaching, uh, which this one comes from Matthew 22. He says it in some of the other Gospels too. But when he's asked, what is the most important commandment? Here's how he answers. He says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Loving God is the greatest commandment that we're given. And then we're given the instruction that the best way that we can love God is by loving our neighbors and loving ourselves. And I think a love of ourselves has to be grounded in a love of our bodies, the way that we experience and navigate through this world. Loving God is loving our neighbors and loving our bodies. But I can also imagine that everyone here probably has some things that you don't love about your body. <laughs> Take out the probably. We can just say everyone here has things that you don't love about your body. And maybe even as of late, maybe you're dealing with an illness or an injury that really has you frustrated with your body. That can be hard. But I think we are called back to this remembering that these bodies are a gift, remembering that all of the blessings in all of our life have been experienced through this body. Our bodies have gotten us this far. As imperfect as they might be, as challenging and frustrating as they might seem sometimes, these bodies are how we have experienced every joy and blessing that the world has to offer us. God loves our bodies as they are, imperfect as they may be. God loves us, loves our bodies, and asks us to do the same. To love these bodies that are a temple, a house of the Holy Spirit, God's very presence within us. To love our bodies, to love ourselves as a way of loving God and equipping us for loving one another. This is the calling that's grounded in our bodies so I don't think we need to necessarily set up an exercise regimen or a special diet, but to always be called back to that bigger calling to love our bodies is a day in and day out, not a New Year's resolution, 
but in every day, giving thanks for our bodies, imperfect as they may be, for what they are, what they've been to us, and what they'll be to us. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.